New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting poet, philosopher, and spiritual teacher, Mark Nepo. He's the author of Falling Down and Getting Up, Discovering Your Inner Resilience and Strength. I'm speaking with Mark at his home by remote connection. Mark, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Oh, thank you. It's great to be back with you. Absolutely. It's so great to have you back. I always enjoy and and inspired by our conversation. And you remind us how, as humans, we are often or maybe even constantly in conversation between our old self and our new self or those stories that we've inherited or those stories that we're developing and we're now telling ourselves to our new self. And so there's an inner voice that may be steering us, hopefully more toward a reliable truth that resides underneath our fear you know, in confusion. And we live in a cacophony of noise. And so how can we better tune into that inner truth that can be relied on to help us? Thank you. So first, let me just share, I was always touched by this. There was a a rabbi, Rabbi Jonathan Omerman, and I'll never forget how he defined integrity as listening to the voice inside that doesn't change, though the life that carries it may change. And so there is a, a fundamental, uh, almost like a tuning fork that, that again, through our heart, we know that we may change, we may evolve, we probably will. You know, another quote that I love more contemporary is, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali said that if you're the same person at 50 as 20, you've wasted 30 years. <laughs> so, oh so we will change, but we come back through the tuning fork of the heart to what's constant and true and what aligns with the truths that, that have lived forever. So there have always been lots of noise, but especially today because of technology It's compounded. There's 10 times the amount of noise. And how do we, how do we know what's ours? And, and this goes back to, um, for me, always asking the question, what's heartening and life giving? If it's heartening and life giving, it will bring me further into my spirit and into the world. If it's disheartening and life draining, it will move me farther away from it. But to add on to this is, you know, every person were brought up by loving parents, no matter what their beliefs or how they are. And the process of individuation that Carl Jung spoke about, that so many people rightfully have spoke about, is how do we find what is true for us? How do we find what is the guiding center point 
for our lives. And that always requires not always a rebellion or an obedience, but a discernment. Is this connection mine or is this someone else's that is being given to me? Is this my father and mother's dream or is this my dream? So, you know, people, for instance, you know, I have a friend who spent most of his adult life carrying on a sports and wilderness store that his parents started. And that was true for him because he found a way to make it his own dream. If it wasn't his own dream, then that, that would be very difficult. That's, that's letting the noise in. So, so one question that, that I have found is very powerful to journal about and explore and be in conversation about is what is the largest voice in your head that's not your own? Ah, that's a good one. What's the largest voice in your head that's not your own? Can you speak about that as a way to claim your own voice? Mark, I want to ask you, going back to what you said about, is it enlivening? Now, as a concept, I get that. But I'd love for you to take us a bit deeper as to... How do you, maybe as an example for us, how do you experience in your body when you have been enlivened? Oh, okay. So I'll give you an example around friendship. And I'll give you two, the two sides of the example. So one side is of when things were disheartening. So this was years ago where I had a friend and uh, we were able to share a certain amount, but when things got more authentic and we needed each other more, there was just something in me, like if he was hurtful, I didn't feel it was safe to bring that to him. My experience said, well, you should be able to say, you know, let's, can we talk about this? Because this hurt and this, I just felt like something in my heart stopped me. And it kept coming back and I started to feel, okay, this is disheartening. This is life draining because there is something at the core of this relationship that's not healthy. So now the reverse is other friends that I have where I have felt, gee, we've gone down a difficult path here, but I felt I had no hesitation, even though it was going to be a difficult conversation. My heart said, this is only going to bring us closer. I know it. And and I didn't hesitate. And so it's paying attention to that. You know, it's not just fear that made me hesitate in the first example. There, you know, by being discerning and really being honest with myself, not, it wasn't just that I was avoiding the conversation. I felt like something wasn't safe. Yeah. And I had to honor honor that. that. So no amount of going in that direction was going to be healthy. Whereas in the other relationship, I felt this is going to be a tough conversation, but I know, I know that there's love there. Yeah. There, and it's safe. It's trustworthy. Yeah. So how do we trust that discernment of heart? Again, not mind discernment of heart. So, you know, so as we talk about whose voice is in our head and what's true and what's not and how to follow it. So I want to share, there's a wonderful myth 
uh, from the Viking culture, the myth of Kalevala. And Kalevala was this beautiful woman who for almost 900 years was under the spell of a wizard. And the wizard would have her dress in beautiful gowns and, you know, kind of be like a model. And just night after night, year after year, and then one day, after all of that of being under the wizard's spell, one day she stopped, she took all the clothes that he had put her in, off, stood naked and said, this time for me, not for you. And she broke the spell and she jumped into the nearest stream, turned into a salmon and swam to her destiny. This is an amazing, another one of these amazing anonymous stories. Yes. And it holds yes. for each of us that, you know, who who is the wizard whose spell we are under? Whose voice are we following rather than our own? In the myth, you know, she takes the clothes off. It's not just a taking off of clothes. It's a taking off of roles or expectations or doing another's bidding because we're afraid to disappoint or we want to be received or belong. And when do we say, this time for me, not for you, and become who we are? It's so true in our lives that we hide, we pretend that we're less of who we are just to kind of keep things smooth between our relationships or whatever it is or the outer world. And so you're saying it's okay to open and be vulnerable and to be visible in the world where it's trustworthy to do so. In one of D.H. Lawrence's poems, he asks the profound question, is the best self-protection hiding who you are or being who you are? And certainly there are times we need to protect ourselves or have some kind of wall or barrier. But most of the time I have found being who I am is the best protection. And that is not that we don't stay in relationship, but we're in a relationship that is more an I-thou relationship, as Martin Buber says, where it's equitable and it's reciprocal. When we treat each other as honest, whole beings, then the magic happens, then spirit shows up. And otherwise we are giving ourselves away for the price of belonging, when often it turns out it's not really belonging at all. You talk about that as being transparent and that if we have that thick wall between us, we're removed from being touched by life in that way. And certainly, like I said, there are certain times when our lives or our, our emotional or physical being are being threatened and we need to protect ourselves in very fundamental ways. You know, there is a paradox about wall building. You wall in as much as you wall out. And so we always have to ask the question, is the price of that isolation worth the risk of being hurt? And, you know, I have found in my life that the more centered I am, the more grounded in what matters, I can be hurt, but I'm not going to be overturned. I'm not going to be uprooted. 
I'm not going to turn into Cinderella and become a pumpkin. And so I would rather be fooled than not believe. Ah, as we go out today, all of your work has been how we can better touch into the aliveness, to our life force, to enlivened living rather than deadened living, so to speak. Yes, because we're the we're the only uh, species, as far as we know, that we can be the walking dead. Ah. My very first publisher many years ago is still a wonderful friend, Joseph Bruchak, who is a, you know, Joseph, Joe? No, I don't. Oh, but, yeah. an amazing storyteller. You would probably love talking to him. And he's an Abenaki elder. And I, we had a conversation once that most of the stories in the Native American tradition, animals are teachers. And I asked him about this and he said, well, it's because the great spirit realized that human beings were the only creatures that forgot their original instructions. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you. Mark, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today on the New Dimensions Cafe. It's just been a marvelous pleasure. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with Mark Nepo, and he's a philosopher, a poet, a spiritual teacher, and the author of Falling Down and Getting Up, Discovering Your Inner Resilience and Strength, plus just a whole host of other books and poetry and everything. You need to look him up. And to find out more, you can go to his website, marknepo.com, and he spells his last name N-E-P-O. MarkNepo.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,800 programs in its archive. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.